Every day I'm shuffling. We are back. Sheffield Shuffler, Evan and Pete. It's been too long. Evan, up, how brother? are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I missed you, man. Missed you too, man. It's been a minute. I know. We've had a lot going on. A lot going we had, on. Uh, I had a family member pass. You got the baby coming up soon. Just a lot of stuff going on. I started a new job. Yeah, man. A lot yeah, of a lot stuff. Going on. A lot going on. A lot of setting up stuff in this nursery. I'm actually in the nursery right now. You wouldn't, I don't know if you would know, but on the other side of me, there's a lot of baby shit everywhere. Uh, but I have to figure out how to set up. Most of it's done. Got to figure out how to put the damn car seat in the car. That's a whole process that I didn't even realize was like a fucking thing. But right, uh, yeah. And you <laughs> yes. probably got two of them, right? Or you got like a car seat, and then you got to transition it into like the stroller and make sure you know how that folds up, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've been practicing around the house with the stroller, but the car seat—it's it's like a whole all-in-one system, right? So the stroller, go, the the car seat goes into the stroller. Um, so it's all like one piece. But uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of buttons and angles that have to be right it's it's a lot so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a learning process you're gonna have to give me some tips too dude because i'm gonna be uh i'm gonna be down that road very soon as well yeah man um i will let you know what i know once i know it because right now this is our first so yeah i know <laughs> so i don't know much you gotta let me know the brands what you like how to do everything yeah, yeah we were um, we were talking about starting soon as well yeah so, yeah it's crazy nice, dude well, now that you'll be settled out uh, out east or whatever, you know, you, you'll be able to really start, you know, making some big, uh, you know, moves in your life. So that's awesome. Yeah. Set up some roots out there, have some babies. It's it's scary, dude. Every time she brings it up, I'm just like, I start giggling. I'm like, it's so scary. <laughs> like a nervous laugh. Yeah. Is that how you were or no? No, I think we were, we were ready for sure. Like I was ready. She was ready. And that was that. So, I mean... We're at the point, I think also with the whole pandemic uh, and you really couldn't go anywhere, you haven't been able to do anything. It was kind of like one of those things like, well, I mean, might as well try real hard now because like, I don't know, I'm just so used to not doing anything anymore to where it's like having a child just, I feel like it was like a nice slow transition into like, you know, that's what your life will kind of be. Dad life, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's good timing uh and now once he's here that everything is kind of reopening so that's nice too so it's it worked out yeah beautiful yeah man what are you uh what are you drinking oh i went with the miller high life today. a tall boy <laughs> a tall boy damn <laughs> and is there, are yes. you okay <laughs> <laughs> tough week yeah really yeah <laughs> You know, I don't know what happened. I walked in the store and I was at Jewel. Um, Damn. Jewel is a, a Chicago grocery store for people that don't know what Jewel is. If you don't from Chicago, you might not know Jewel, but we have a place here called Jewel. And I was looking at the beers and for some reason, the Miller High Life was screaming my name. Also, it's like six bucks for like six of these guys, right? Yeah. So, can't beat that. So I just said to myself, you know, I've spent a lot of money on craft beer lately. Why not go back to the champagne of beers? And here Man. we are. He's already yeah. a dad. Baby's not even. Yeah. <laughs> Son, go give me a high life. What? Yeah, yeah I'm really diving in here, man. Just dad beers it. already. Well, good already. for you, dude. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. I I uh I broke the rule today. I am uh I'm drinking a iced coffee out of a beer glass. One Ooh. of my favorite beer glasses from Solemn Oath, a brewery by okay. us. 
But as you know, I sent you snaps. I drank a lot this weekend and had minimal sleep. And I just need to purge my body because as you know, getting older, hangovers and the Sunday scaries, they take at least sometimes two days, you know? Yeah, yeah man. I, will I know keep- what you mean. I'll get like waves of nausea out of nowhere, like during the day. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah, just man. like, oh, am I gonna am I gonna throw up right now? Oh my god, I don't feel good. And I'll start salivating. I'm like, all right, fucking stop, please stop, please stop. Yeah. And um, yeah, that'll happen for the full day. And then if you don't have any sleep, yeah, you gotta catch up on sleep. So it's it's a process. Yeah, man. Um, I feel you. I'm a if honestly at this point, I don't drink that much to get like super drunk. I just drink to get a little buzz, even if that, I just like the taste of beer. And then sometimes I'll get a little buzz, but I haven't drank to the point where I got sick. And if I do, I usually wake up in the middle of the night and I'll just feel really shitty and go force myself to yeah. puke. That way the next day, I, yeah, that way the next day I just feel so much better. Cause if I don't, then I wake up the next day and I'm not sure if I really need to puke. And then I just sit around all day, not feeling great. So if I find that I just like let it out at like 3am by yeah. the time 8am rolls around, I feel a lot better. So yeah, there's a little tip. There's a tip for everybody out there. Pull the trigger at 3 a.m. You'll you'll think <laughs> in the morning. It works. <laughs> All right. So Evan, I'm gonna have you kick us off. We haven't done this in a while, but yeah, um, we'll have you go ahead and kick off story number one um on floppers, baby. Floppers, are we talking about LeBron James, Queen James? Yes. Tell us about what happened with him if they haven't so, seen. Yeah, I mean, if you're a basketball fan in the slightest bit, you probably have been watching the playoffs a little bit. LeBron James and the Lakers, and the Lakers just played the Phoenix Suns in game one. It was a very uh, close game. It was a good game. Um, the Phoenix Suns ended up winning, but at one point in this game, LeBron James did his classic flop move. Um, he got undercut a little bit by Chris Paul. Um, and Chris Paul was trying to box him out, and LeBron – you would have thought he got hit by a Mack truck. I mean, like he just hit the ground. So like, I mean, and a guy like LeBron James, I don't know. He's probably like six foot nine. I would imagine he probably weighs like two. What do you think? Like two thirty? Oh, is it 280? Is it 280? I, I think he's a, I mean, he's, you said he's six, eight. You can't. Oh yeah. It. I don't know what I'm saying. Two thirty. Yeah. You're probably right. He's probably like too closer to 280. Can we look that up real quick? Yeah, I am. Um, All muscle dudes, just like a giant, right? Oh yeah. I mean, um anyways he got undercut by chris paul he went to the ground and just completely rolled all over the place he stayed on the ground holding his arm i mean and they replayed it and it just was so obvious that there was no possible way that he got injured on the play um and it was just like one of those plays as a fan it's like come on dude i'm so tired of him flopping constantly and that escalated um on the other side of the on the uh, sideline to where Cameron Payne ended up getting into it with uh, Montrez Harrell or whatever. And then Cameron Payne got ejected. Meanwhile, the whole time LeBron's laying on the floor, acting as if something just broke in his arm. And then he gets up and he moves his arm around like he's struggling and then he's fine. I mean, it's so annoying. I'm so tired of watching him. They got LeBron listed at 250, but they're saying he's closer to 265. He's also, um, he's listed at 6'8". I've also seen... Six nine on here as well um, on LeBronJames.com. Yeah, my, I mean, my question is: When you're in professional sports, you are being filmed the entire game, the entire game. We have 4K, 5K cameras now, right? 
You can see fucking boogers from a mile away. What (laughs) makes you think like, you you, you know, it's not the oldies, the seventies where it's like, you know, in baseball, Oh, I'm going to play it off. Or I I made the tag. I made it. And everyone's like, Oh, did he? I don't have replay. We have replay, dude. Like you, don't you think you look goofy when you're the biggest, baddest, best basketball player on the court and you do these little, Oh, and then you get so dramatic. And then there was a point where he went down. Right. And then a scuffle broke out, you know, probably 10 feet away, 10 feet away. He gets up, walks over, sits down over there. Like, hold on. Nobody's looking at me anymore. Hold on. And then he had to go and sit down and like make a scene, but we, we all saw it on replay. Like nothing happened to you. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, and that's why they have a flop rule now. I mean, he's a huge part of that reason. They have a flop rule in the NBA. I don't know if you knew that, but you get fined for flopping in the NBA now. Um, I think it's like fifteen thousand um, dollars for flopping, and and they they put that rule in place because shit like this is just ridiculous. Um, you know, it leads to bad calls, and this one led to a bad call on top of a guy getting ejected because it escalated into something more than it didn't need to be. So, I mean, it's frustrating. I'm so that's like the one thing that like. LeBron is yes, arguably one of the best basketball players ever, but like, I mean, he'll always have that legacy of being like a fucking little bitch. You know what I mean? Soft, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. He's so soft. Like, soft. excuse my, my language, but I mean, that's what that's, you know, he's so soft. Like you think of Michael Jordan or you think of some of these other NBA legends and you think about their grit and how tough they were in like their mindset of in, in these games. And yeah, LeBron is definitely like a warrior when it comes to just like being able to compete at a high level, like regularly. But when it comes to like his, like um, just the, the way he handles, like getting hit in the lane and stuff like that, he's just such a little wimp. Especially like a mental like last, midget. Yeah. Like, especially like the last, like, I feel like it started with like the Miami heat. Like he started acting like that on the Miami heat when he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers the first time around, he was a pretty like hard player. Like he was like, would go to the rim and get hit and not get calls and stuff. But as he became like the the face of the NBA. Yeah. He just started becoming so soft. And then the whole NBA has now evolved into like this whole soft thing. I feel like he's kind of spearheaded this whole like players flopping and shit. Well, if you're the, if you are the face of an entire organization, not even just the Lakers, but the NBA, you know you're going to get protected more, right? Just yeah. like everybody knows Tom Brady gets protected more in the NFL. You can't hit Tom. There's so many questionable calls. Well, they'll hit him and like, oh, head-to-head contact or roughing the passer. And you're like, are we not playing football? But I think they know that I'm more protected than most people. LeBron knows if, if I make a big ordeal out of it, I'm going to get the call. Tom knows yeah. if I get touched a second too late, I'm going to get a, a call for it, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, I wish – I wish that the refs would factor that into when he starts flopping like that, that they would be like, Oh, that's just LeBron. He's flopping. Like, we're not going to give him that call. But yeah. like, I mean, to your point that it actually him flopping allows, makes them call it, which is just ridiculous. Um, it's frustrating, man. I'm so tired of watching him do that shit. Um, but I don't, it's never going to stop, man. That's like what he, that's what he does nowadays. Like every game, I feel like you see one of those ridiculous plays by him where he just, you know, becomes a Oscar winning actor on the court so well yeah he wasn't train wreck and it was great so that makes me think maybe <laughs> space jam 2 is really going to be good <laughs> he's quite the actor right <laughs> he is he is <laughs> wonder if he's flopping there too mm. oh i'm sure he'll probably get hacked hard by one of like the ai monsters right <laughs> yeah 
Uh, yeah, man. I hate that guy. So tired of him. So tired of him. I respect that he's like one of the best in the NBA. I get it. When he's gone, people will probably be like, man, you don't realize how great he was and what you were witnessing. But honestly, I'm just like, I'm over it, man. I'm ready for a new like superstar to take over in the NBA and one to have more grit and like play a tougher. Um, and, you know, I'm just tired of LeBron. Like, yeah, he was one of the best, but I'm, I'm, I'm over it. So that's just now, how I feel. Tell me if I'm right. Is there a guy named Julius Randle in the league? There is. Yep. Okay. Cause I think I might've seen his quote uh, recently that says, I would, oh, I would rather play against LeBron than be on his team. Like he likes competing against him I like because that. he's just like, I'm so sick of, I actually, I don't know what if he said I'm sick of, but he said, I'd rather play against him than play with him because like, I yeah. want to shut him down, you know? Yeah, man. That's, and that's, that's mentality that mentality that the NBA needs. Like that's the, the mentality that the NBA hasn't had for a while. Like guys just leaving teams to join other teams to get to that end game of winning a national championship or, you know, like not a national championship. Well, I guess it technically is, but winning a championship, um, like, the, the idea of just playing your rival and then just leaving to go join them is just like ridiculous. Kevin Durant did it. Um, you know, a lot of guys have done it. Anthony Davis somewhat did it. Like he went and joined LeBron. Um, the Ray Allens and Paul Pierce went and joined um, uh, God, Paul Pierce or whatever, but yeah, man. And Kevin Garnett, I just, I just really wish you would get back to the days where it was like, you know, the Jazz wanted to play the Bulls and the fucking Pistons wanted to play the Bulls. And, like, you know, I just like these teams just fucking hate each Basically, other. Basically, you want the Bulls to be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. too. There's just rivalries that don't exist anymore. Like, there's no rivalries right. anymore. They really aren't. Like, there's just, like, good players playing against good players. Like, these teams don't rival each other anymore like they used to. Yeah. So, so that's what I've been appreciating about baseball this season, too. Um about like the, the little fights and the scuffles. Like we talked about it early in the year, like the bat, the players that are flipping bats and pitchers that don't like that. And they get thrown at, I think it's good when, yeah, little rivalries are created, right. That like elevates yeah. the play of everybody. Everybody would rather see that a rivalry two two teams that don't like each other. Right. No, oh, for sure, man. It, it does so much for the sport and for the city. You, you grow to like, not like that city and, it makes you want to like watch the game more and buy more gear to represent your team. I mean, it's just so much better for the sport to have rivalries and passionate, um, you know, fans and players about, you know, every situation. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see, hopefully, I mean, once LeBron's out of the league, I really, I don't think it's better for the NBA by any means, but like, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens um, in regards to just like guys joining other teams and things like that to, to, you know, win a championship. Cause a lot of what you see right now in regards to guys joining teams and stuff like that is just solely been to beat LeBron James. Like a lot of these teams are just gearing up to beat LeBron James. So once he's gone, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if that continues to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, so. do you think he, you think he leaves the league on his own or does he get run out of the league? I think he'll leave on his own. This is the first year that, um, uh, I feel like he's slowed down a bit. He's still LeBron James. He's still having a good year, but he's, he's had some like late season injuries. He's got a bad ankle right now. He's still playing and he's looks fine, but like he didn't have a great game the other night. He, they played a night actually, I think um, at like nine o'clock, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think, I think he'll, he'll leave when the time is right. I would guess 
his son is going to probably be in the NBA in the next couple of years. I would think he wants to be like the first guy to play with his son in the NBA. And then I assume he'll probably step down. And that's never happened before, right? No, nope. So, I mean, we've had guys like coach their sons and things like that, but to be in the league and be a top dog and then have your son, or as a rookie or whatever, that's not happened. So that was. Doc Rivers, right? (laughs) <laughs> Doc Rivers and Austin Rivers. <laughs> that was the only one I could think of. But yeah. <laughs> that's really good. That's who I thought of actually. So, but yeah, it's a that's hilarious. Nice. So, yeah, I think he'll step down at some point. Okay. Well, we have uh, history being made tonight. Actually, in baseball, um, Chicago White Sox are going to have are going to be umpired by Joe West. Joe West is one of the most hated umpires. He's been in the league. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this number here. This is going to be his 5,376th appearance umpiring a game in Major League Baseball. If you do that math, 500, or I'm sorry, 5,376 divided by 162 games, which is the amount of games played in one season, it is 33 years. 30 well 33 seasons 33 seasons of baseball he has umpired for which is crazy it's unbelievable honestly and it's crazy that he's hated and he's been in the league so much clearly he's still doing something right um arguably right? <laughs> here's the thing though evan so with um by the way if you're a fan of joe west you hate joe west visit the website sheffieldshuffler.com we have a joe west shirt on the site check it out it's funny Joe West, he's super fat, got a turkey neck. The oldest, the, the person who has the most appearances uh, as an umpire. Um, Evan, as you get older, your eyes get worse, right? So Valid. just like politicians, just like umpires, I think there need to be term limits. Angel Hernandez and Joe West, they have been around in baseball for a long time. They're umpires, and a lot of people hate them because they make bad calls. And you really can't blame them because if you're 60-something years old, your eyes can't be as good as a 30-year-old. It's just, I mean, it's just science, right? So they need to have a higher turnover rate. Here, go ahead, put in a decade, you get 10 years to umpire, and then you're done. You shouldn't be 70-something years old and umpiring. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, that's fair. You would wonder if they do any sort of like, <clears throat> like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like in the off season, if they like kind of check up on these guys, like, um, like cognitive, like awareness, like if they do anything where they have them sit behind some machine and throw, you know, throw strikes and balls and see if they can make accurate calls. If they don't, they should probably do something like that. But I would imagine they already do but maybe a guy like joe west doesn't even need to do it because he's joe west and they're like well just you would think that. that too though but you would also think that cops would have um physical tests as well yeah yeah they don't I mean, that's that's, that's why I, there's so many fat ones you know what i mean like it's <laughs> yeah. like once you're in you're in which is like not how it should be for any job. Same thing with teachers. You teach yeah. long enough, you get tenure. That means you can do whatever you want and not get fired. Like that. That, that is crazy oh. that cops don't have uh, physical tests. Physical, right? That's fucking nuts. Yeah. And then I've also had teachers, dude. We had a teacher in middle school who licked a girl's ear like that. And he got sent from middle school from the other side of our um, city to our middle school. He really? they couldn't fire him because he had tenure. God. Isn't that fucking weird? That's very weird and seems um, not right at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> seems very illegal. Yes, but that stuff happens, though. 
There's no job. There's nothing that you should have as a job that you're safe from. Like, oh, well, you've been a teacher for this long, so we're not going to fire you. Or, oh, you have a physical job. Like, we're not going to test you for your physicality every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if a teacher can keep their job after licking a student's ear, I guess uh, Joe West can keep his job after not calling a strike. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was early, what, 2000s, early 2000s. Yeah. So I guess it was a little more lenient <laughs> <laughs> so wow. bad. Well, that's that's it's quite the achievement i mean that's great for him but yeah for uh for all of those baseball fans out there that do not like him um you know he, to them he's probably been umpiring way too fucking long so yeah and then when they make it about them too you know they'll stare down players and like try to be a tough guy and it's like all right yeah. dude. i mean he's part of the fucking league though like he's like part of the face of like the MLB and oh it's a big face too yeah like he's (laughs) like when you think basketball refs like there are certain refs that come to mind like and he when you think MLB refs like he is like the Donahue right Uh, who the ref the NBA Donahue who was uh in charge he did all the fixed games right oh yeah yeah that's not who I think of though I think of like like uh Joey Crawford and Danny Crawford and there's a few other that I can think of in my head. I forget their names, but like Joe West is like that dude for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, like as somebody that doesn't watch baseball, like all the time, like me, like I know who Joe West is, like, which yeah. is crazy. Cause I don't watch baseball like that. I mean, I, I will watch occasionally for sure. But the fact that I know who a fucking umpire is, is pretty crazy if I don't watch it that regularly. Right. So, so yeah. tell us, Evan, how did your first year go your first season? doing double overtime what are you going to do next and was it everything that you thought of because i mean season's over for the bulls now so what are you going to do and like i mean how how did it go how did everything go you think yeah so it was a lot of fun it started off being very um it didn't feel like work when i when i when it started like i really enjoyed you know, recapping the games and talking about what I thought could, you know, get better, improve, or, you know, what they were already doing well, et cetera. Um, I think by the end, though, of the season, I started to kind of burn out, especially there's so many Bulls games. And a lot of the problems that they had, they kept having them all season. So I, I found myself talking about the same things quite often. Um, I think some advice I would give for anybody that is like starting a podcast, um, uh, especially that's around the sports team and you want to recap games, I would say maybe do it every few games. If you do it after every single game, you start to burn out um, and you find yourself just taking notes during the entire time and you're not even enjoying it as a fan anymore versus like you're just an analyst and you're like as if you're getting paid big dollars to do this type of thing. So I would just say, try and do it maybe once a week versus mm-hmm. like three times a week. That, that was part of my problem, I think. So, um, or you could like group a couple games together yeah. and have takeaways from like the last three or four games. Exactly. Exactly. So I think next year, um, that's something I'll do is just kind of try to, you know, take a few notes here and there during a game and see if I find any commonalities between the one game versus the last game, the game before that, et cetera. And then just kind of do a a recap that way versus constantly pumping out material, unless there's a reason. I mean, if there's a crazy game that happens, a crazy win, then sure, I'll go talk about it. But I think that's, I think, better just for my peace of mind and sanity to do it that way. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, man. But it was fun. It was fun. I wish the Bulls would have made the playoffs. I mean, it, they really fucked up that they didn't make the playoffs. Like, there's really, there's really, I mean, they have some reasons that they didn't make it. You know, the the way that the trade deadline went down, like they got Nikola Vucevic, but then they had this huge, crazy West Coast run where they had to play all these really good West Coast teams. They only had one practice because of COVID like stuff between when Vucevic was acquired from the bulls, the trade deadline to the very end of the season, they practiced one time. Mm. So to acquire a guy like that and get rid of so many guys and add so many guys and only get one practice. Yeah. That's significant. So, um, but I wish they would have made the playoffs. I think it's ridiculous that they're not in them right now, to be honest, but um, it is what it is. So, but like we talked about before, that's like, if you're not going to make a run in the playoffs and what's a point, but you it's already fair. said, I know you posted yeah. that you said, they're messing up their draft pick, right? So did they really do that? Like, because I know they went they to did. win a couple of those games and you were pissed off about it. They did, yeah. So at one point in the season where, where the season was kind of out of reach as far as making the playoffs, like there was a, a point where I was like, okay, well, we can either lose games and try and keep a higher percentage to get our draft pick back. Because what happened is when the Bulls got Nikola Vucevic, they basically said, okay, Orlando Magic will take Nikola Vucevic and in return, we'll give you our first round draft pick for the this year coming up. But we want it protected, meaning if that pick falls between one and four, like so if it's a first or one, two, three, or fourth pick, then we get it back and we keep Nikola Vucevic. Oh, damn. Yeah. And Orlando was like, all right, fuck it. And they, they made that trade. Um, and so the Chicago Bulls have been knowing that this entire season. And then at the end of the season, they knew they weren't going to make the playoffs, basically. Like, I think everybody pretty much knew it based on how many games they had lost. So they should have just continued to lose games so they could have better odds to get their draft pick back. But instead, they won a few extra games, which they didn't need to do. Mm -hmm. And what happened is they went from a 32% chance of getting that pick back to a 20% chance of getting that pick back because they want a few games because mm-hmm. the more games you lose, the better, like, like basically the, the more ping balls, pong balls, right? Yeah. Right. Right. So they took out balls by winning like three or four meaningless games, mm-hmm. which was just so frustrating. And there were so many bulls fans that were like, that don't understand. I feel like how basketball works or how the NBA works. And they were like rooting for the bulls and like, yeah. And I'm all on here. Like, you know, the bulls need to fucking stop. Lose. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, you're a fucking bad fan. But I'm like, you're a fucking bad yeah. fan. What are you talking about? Like I watch basketball constantly. I take notes. Like I understand the situation. <laughs> yeah. Like if you understood the situation, you wouldn't be rooting for them to win this game. They're like, I do understand the situation. I just want to see the Chicago bulls win. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? No. Like, are you kidding me? Like, don't you want to see them win a championship at some point? Like, you want right. to see them win a meaningless game at the end of the season? So, um, it's frustrating, man. Just dealing with fans that just don't understand basketball can be tough. Do you get a lot of hate on your page? Um, some hate on my page. It's more so when I like slide into other pages. So, like, I'll see like a Bulls. Chicago Bulls are always posting stupid shit, um, and the Bears do it too. All these, you know big organizations they got to post like hype shit like when the when the bears got andy dalton qb1 right right yeah everybody fucking goes off yeah so when the bulls were posting like bulls get the w blah 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 i'd comment and say like well that was fucking stupid blah 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 (laughs) yeah and it's going to be like you're fucking stupid you don't know and i'm like you know so and then i said i remember i one one that really pissed me off is this guy was like you don't fucking know blah 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 and i was like actually i just posted an episode of my podcast go listen to it and he replied he was like he said no thanks i'll go listen to the paid professionals that do it 
Thanks anyways. <laughs> All right, buddy. I wanted to fucking reach the screen and fucking choke him out. I know. But <laughs> you just gotta, I mean, you just gotta be like, hey, thanks for the views, asshole, or whatever. Like, right. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. so much of that on there that's really frustrating. Um, I used to like because I'll post like TikToks, you know? Like, yeah. The thing is though, Evan, when you put yourself out there, you have to understand yeah. that you put yourself out there for criticism oh, just for as sure. much as there is for praise. You know what I mean? For sure. And people love to rip and tear you down and stuff like that. So when I started posting TikToks at first, like I had so, like some guy like say some mean shit and I was like taken aback. I was like, oh my God, like Trolled. I did nothing to this guy. And he's like yeah. making fun of me and saying all this shit. And like, yeah. You know, I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, I would reply back and, like, just, like refresh, refresh, wait for him to reply. <laughs> Come on, you fucker. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got yeah. this one loaded up for you. Yeah. But, yeah, that stuff's wild. It's funny. Yeah, man. People people are reckless on fucking um, uh, social media. I saw, what's that UFC fighter that just retired the other night? The redhead guy? Um, Yeah. Uh, he, was a, he was an analyst. I, I can't tell yeah. you his name right now. But he posted um, something. He posted something on um, on Twitter saying that he retired or whatever. Like he posted it on Twitter, and it was like a photo of him. And some fan said, like, some some fan tweeted back to him and said, like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. You weren't a very good fighter, blah 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 blah. And he then he said, oh yeah, that's what you think. Why don't you come say that to my face? And then the fan or the guy replied and said, no, no thanks. I know you kicked my ass. That's why I say it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He replied back and said, fair enough. <laughs> right. I listened to this podcast and this guy refers to uh, the haters as crickets. Because when you're far away, they're real fucking loud, right? Yeah. You get close to a cricket, it's silent, analogy. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very, that's, uh, that's clever. It's very true. All the haters crickets. Yeah, man. That's what they are. So anyways, but yeah, I, uh, I plan on doing it again next year. I, the, the break came at a very good time. I was really getting burnt out um you know with the baby coming and yeah. just a lot going on right now i just you know it was a, it was a good time for the season to wrap up so i'm looking forward to seeing what happens you know here in the nba playoffs seeing who wins so far the all the game ones are really good for the most part so a lot of games too are now starting again so uh, are yeah, you, man are you training for anything i know you do a lot of running no i'm not training for anything i just i run a lot just to you know try and keep in good shape it's like i can't play basketball right now play a lot of basketball normally but i can't because Allie's uh pregnant my wife and so she uh you know until we have the baby i'm trying to like stay away from like a whole lot of contact stuff and the right. place i was playing basketball before that we're not even like playing pickup there right now because of the restrictions still from the gym that we were using so yeah man just just running a lot and working out at home yeah yeah you peloton whore <laughs> yeah i have one of those i haven't used it in a while actually she uses it all the time i just enjoy more so running i like yeah. i like you know kind of seeing different things yeah being like, outside is just nice too you know yeah i run run by wrigley and what do you listen to when you run i've been recently i've been listening to the j cole album which is fucking awesome i don't know if you've heard it yet but it's great i've listened to it probably eight times all the way through now on my runs it's it's awesome he actually even shouts out the cubs and wrigley in it really so j yeah. cole's new album i gotta check it out yeah it's really good um yeah he said some line about like he's something about the cubs and like uh, he's like a real like like a bear I, I had some analogy and then he talks about like playing at wrigley again one day i don't know it's 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 yeah. dope 
I saw him dunk and fall on his ass. Did you see that? Uh, no, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. I, I know what you're talking about. That that video that went viral. Yeah. There was a guy that looked just like him, but it wasn't him. Oh, I thought they said he was in, like, is there a Rwanda league or something? Uh, he is in a league out there. Well, I know there was a video of a guy that people were saying was J. Cole, and he dunks, okay. and he falls on his face, and it wasn't right. J. Cole. Okay. Um, but he is in Rwanda playing basketball, and he's been really bad so far, actually. Really bad. Um, but Good music. Bad basketball. Yeah, there's a lot of people giving him shit actually for it, like analysis and, or uh, just like NBA, like guys that kind of like uh, you know focus on the sport just because they feel like he's like taking the spot of like somebody who's really been trying to like you know get there and like do their thing, and they don't feel as if he truly earned it because he's just a rapper and he's like, yeah, you know, well, that's what happens when you're famous privileged. and rich, right? That's right. why all these idiots think they have a singing career, like. Uh-huh. it's like you make youtube videos or fucking youtubers who are fighting the best boxer right. ever because you're on youtube right right yeah i know the uh, logan paul was on um first take today he was talking to max and Stephen a and they were grilling him a little bit talking to him about like did he think that he was worthy of fighting floyd mayweather and everything he like admitted like yeah i can understand how people are upset with me but he basically said like he's been working his ass off too to get where he's at in order to have the privilege that he has so Right. I can understand from his standpoint, but I also, you know, see it from the other side where it's like, well, I've been doing this one thing my whole life trying to get to this point, And you just like totally fucking jump the gun. The crazy thing about that fight, though, is it's like they're completely different weight classes. So I wonder how that'll and sizes. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if Logan Paul gets one good shot off on Floyd Mayweather, that could what, fucking end the fight. dude. It's a lose lose for Floyd. Why would you do that? Yeah, you're I mean, arguably the best, and you're fighting a clown. If you get knocked out by a clown, dude, I mean, yeah, it's your that's tarnished. That's the one loss you have never lost. Why would you take on someone out of your weight class, like your trainers and like your your team, the money team, that are telling him, yeah, it's a good idea, take this for whatever. Bad news. It's a lose lose. It's like fighting a girl. If you beat her ass, okay, you beat up a girl. What's wrong with you? If you lose. <laughs> You're lost to a girl. So it's like, <laughs> don't take those kind of fights. Yeah, man. I just, yeah, I don't understand why he's doing it either, to be honest. It just, I mean, I don't know what the payout is. Obviously, it's huge. Um, yeah. You know, it'll probably be one of the most watched sporting events of all time, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, like, I wonder if it'll eclipse, like, Pac- or um, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Do you think it will? Um... That was pretty wild. I don't know. I don't know if a lot of UFC and boxing fans. Well, I don't think it, I don't know if a lot of UFC fans will watch. It. I see boxing fans just because it's Floyd, um, and then young kids, the demographic right. because of Logan Paul. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm more excited like for UFC, dude. UFC on June 12th. There's going to be a great fight: Israel Adesanya and uh, Mario Vittori. That's going to be a good fight. Those are like real, real fights. And I don't know. I just like UFC better than. Boxing. I saw you posted something about Cody Garbrandt the other day. Um, yeah. Um, he fought this, is, this weekend. Yeah. She's really, she knows him. Right. From Ohio. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, we were tuned into that fight, hoping he would pull that one off. But uh, he kind of just got picked apart the whole time for the most part. He threw a couple of good swings in there towards the end. He just didn't have that grit that he normally has, but he like went through some crazy shit as far as like health condition. He had like vertigo. He had a really bad bout of COVID. 
um, all but all bunch of shit happened to him. So, but you saw what I posted though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Beginning of uh, 2016, he was an unranked fighter. The right. last day of the year, he was a champion. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, pretty cool. Yeah, he, he came up the rankings quick, so I think he'll be back again. Probably. Maybe he needs to move to a different class for a little bit. I don't really know, but uh, yeah, yeah. It seems like he's a good dude. She she acts like he was a pretty nice guy. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, there's actually up? a funny video of him. If you ever see the Ultimate Fighter, and he's like hammer drunk, and he's like with the boys. I'm with the boys. You ever <laughs> I seen, that? seen that? No, I have to look that up. Yeah, I have to show you that later. Um, I saw I saw he got into it with uh I know he got into it with like McGregor at the um Ultimate Fighter thing years yeah. ago. And yeah. then he got into it with Dillashaw all the time, which is why those two fought and he lost both times. But Dillashaw got fucking test positive for PEDs and shit. So he did. Yeah. I would imagine he probably was on one when he fought him, but who knows? Probably. Um, but yeah, man, what else is up? Um football season. Football season. All was well, 30 teams, 30 out of 32, I think, right now. Um, I think everyone is clear to go for training camp, and then it's like 100% capacity, I think, for 30 teams. It's awesome. This season. It's awesome. So I'm excited for that. I was looking at a couple games on the Bears' schedule. Um, I think there's they're playing in Vegas week five. I okay. thought that would be cool to go to somewhere in Vegas. And then they're playing Pittsburgh on a Monday night game. Um, those are two games I was looking possibly that I would travel for to go and see that. I think that would be cool just to go to another stadium. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Um, it's so awesome that things are getting back to normal and that these stadiums are starting to fill up again. Like you watch an NBA game, like it looks sold out. I don't know if you've watched any of them recently, mm-hmm. but they are like jam packed with people, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's exciting. Uh, I think the bears, I don't know what I think they're going to, I haven't really thought about it too much as far as like where I think they're they'll finish the season. Um, do you think Justin Fields will be starting this year at some point? Yes, this year, absolutely, at some point, yeah. Do you think he starts week one? No. Not at all? No. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think Dalton starts three games. Fourth game, I think Fields comes in. That's just my guess because that's yeah. what I saw with I, Trubisky when they got um, Glennon. Remember, we got Glennon for thirty yeah. million dollars, fifteen million a year, and uh, then we were waiting for Trubisky to start. And then when they were one and three or two and three or whatever it was, Trubisky came in. I think week four. I think they'll probably follow that same plan. That's fair. That's probably a good bet. You could probably bet on that actually somewhere. I bet. Oh, maybe idea. you could. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would love to see him start week one personally. I think. I mean, why not? I mean, it's not, they, they all rave about him at fucking training camp right now. They act like he's he's, brilliant, right? Yeah. I mean, like I forget what it exactly was, but it was some sort of like the aptitude aptitude test. test. Yeah. And like he would tested number one out of all like 3000 plus like guys that were drafted or something Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, to me that says that obviously the guy can, absorb all the information that you're giving to him and so i don't see why he couldn't start week one um but obviously the whole qb1 thing and you know picking up a contract like andy dalton they'd probably look like a fucking they'd probably look like idiots if they didn't start him week one so yeah um, i mean yeah like i said remember with uh mike lennon they gave him i think it was 30 million for two years it was like 15 million a year 13 million a year something like that it's a yeah. lot of monk that's a lot of money 
play three monkey. Or, that's a lot of monkey <laughs> to play three or four games. Yeah, that's just silly. But yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. They got right now. They got Foles, uh, you know, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. I mean, they have a great quarterback room. I'm sure they have a lot of yeah. good conversations. You know, right? you got a guy that's been a winner and then in the NFL not won a Super Bowl, but you know, a winner in Andy Dalton. You got a guy that did win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles, and then you got a guy who's won national championships and was a stud at, at Ohio state. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's great. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, you know, between all those, you know, that locker room conversation uh, between those quarterbacks that, you know, he's really going to be set up in a good place. I would just love to see him start sooner than later for sure. Yeah. And the tailgating will be fun. Cause I'm sure tailgating will be the same thing as long. I mean, if the capacity is at hundred percent, I mean, they're not going to, you know, kind of uh, micromanage the tailgating. Right. I don't think so. I, I know what's crazy. I well, no, I take it back. I've been to only one Bears tailgate, just one, which mm-hmm. is crazy. I need to go to more because it looks like they're like a crazy awesome time. But uh, I mean, they are. But like, I would rather watch football at home, honestly. Yeah. Well, the the, the one thing I don't like about the Bears games is like going to a game is the stadium is really fucking jam packed. Like to get like food, it like spills out into the lines that are like going up to the other aisles. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's everything is just so tight in there. The stadium is so small compared yeah. to other stadiums, especially when you're like a, a market like Chicago. I don't know why they, um, you know, have such a small stadium. I, I did hear that they were considering moving to Arlington Heights, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. I'm well, because you know, the bears don't own soldier field, the city of Chicago does. So they're really limited on the stuff that they can do. And I'm sure portions of their revenue and stuff go to the city obviously but um yeah that would just be weird i like when the stadiums are like in the city i don't like when it's like outside of the city you know what i mean yeah no, i agree i wish it'd be great if they could expand it where it is somehow but like the, if it went to arlington heights i don't know that would suck yeah like uh i mean what stadiums are there what stadiums are out of the city i don't think they really are like any the- stadiums like when i went to dallas when i was in dallas no, 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 not, not in Dallas. I just mean in Chicago. Are there any like Chicago major sports teams that are out of the city? None, right? No, even the soccer team. The soccer is like, uh, like Garfield Ridge area, like kind of like by my parents, like by O'Hare or by Midway. Yeah, okay. soccer, football, baseball, basketball. Yeah, everything is in the city. Yeah, yeah. Even that to me is far. Like, even, well, I was going to say the South, the Sox feel far to me, but I'm a North Sider. So to me, I get for the South Siders, it probably feels right at home. But, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, if, if it went out to Arlington Heights, that would just suck, but it would be nice to have more room. But uh, yeah, it just, I feel like it needs to stay in Chicago to really feel like they are the Chicago Bears. Yeah. So. You know, what's really cool is in Philly, they have Xfinity Center where um, the Flyers, the 76ers, the Eagles, and the Phillies all play. They all share like this big parking lot area and all the stadiums are like right next to each other, which is so cool. And then Xfinity centers is big warehouse with like 10 bars inside. And then you can go there and watch all the games. That is so cool. They have that there Baltimore, the, the Orioles and the Ravens share the same parking lot too. So, I mean, I think that's pretty cool when they're like right next to each other. Yeah, that is legit. Are you going to be a uh, Phillies fan or Baltimore Ravens fan now once you're out there or what's happening? Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) Philly Pete, dude. (laughs) Oh my God. My brother got this for me. Are you actually going to start rooting for them? Um, no, I'm not going to root for them. Like, I'll fit in. I'll probably get some Philly stuff. The cool thing is, is they're in the uh, National League, so the Cubs are going to come there to play them. They'll come home to play the Cubs. 
Um, and then I'm also going to be close to DC, Baltimore, New York. So I can go see the Yankees. Yankees are an hour and 20 minutes away. Uh, I can yeah. go see the nationals, the Cubs play the nationals, take a two hour drive to go see them. Um, you know, Baltimore, it'll, it'll yeah, it'll be nice and kind of just awesome. spread it around. So yeah, see whoever I want to, but no, I'm still going to rep Chicago, but I will refer to myself as Philly Pete. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Philly Pete. Yeah. Going to rebrand. I'll make sure to refer to you as Philly Pete here too. So yes. Yes. Well, we'll start a new season of the, the podcast eventually. And uh, yeah, be uh Philly Pete and, and daddy Evan. <laughs> daddy Evan. <laughs> we'll get a lot of north siders to listen then <laughs> yeah right one <laughs> boys town probably yeah sponsored <laughs> by the- ds tequila <laughs> yeah. the new philly pete and daddy evan yeah <laughs> oh god uh, all right well anything else we have on the agenda or what are we good uh, with- yeah i think we're good deal. for today um i want to watch this cubs game um yeah that's about it um and then, yeah, so everybody, yeah, you'll be done with the podcast. Um, so hopefully we can record some of this more often. There was just a lot going on. So I'm glad we got to actually get back on and get back on track. Yes, sir. Anytime. Let me know. I'm available. Love, All right. Love All right. Man. Thank you, guys. We will see you soon. Adios. Yeah. Shake that. Every day I'm shuffling. <laughs>